Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have you joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. We're right in the thick of APG week in New South Wales harness racing. The two three and four year olds will all race for riches there on Saturday night. None more so than the two year olds with $400,000 on offer for both the two-year-old Phillies and the two-year-old Colts and Geldings. On yesterday morning's edition, we were eagerly waiting those fields and draws to come through. They now have, uh, and when it comes to each of those two-year-old divisions, it's great to see representation from Queensland, the home state of New South Wales, Victoria, and the Perth runners coming across as well, the winner of both of the uh, Phillies and Colts and Geldings Perth APG finals making their way across but I'm hearing that they're yet to arrive they were due to fly in last night or come across last night Spirit of St Louis on that flight as well back from the Nullarbor but that was postponed to this evening so awaiting the two-year-olds from Perth to arrive uh, and they both look to be quite impressive types as well in the Phillies final, uh, exceptional armor column Browns filly. She's a filly by American Ideal. She's had the six starts for three wins. She won her final in pretty emphatic fashion. And the Bonds are bringing across 10 to the dozen. They're no stranger to bringing horses to New South Wales, Greg and Sky Bond. And this guy's building up quite a nice record. Seven starts for four wins. And he was able to lead and win his final also in very easy fashion. They've both drawn quite well. Also, the WA representatives, they'll both start from three on Saturday night. So really throwing plenty of intrigue. But great to see uh, many of the states represented in this year's APG series. And why wouldn't they with the $400,000 on offer? It's massive money indeed. So as much as we'll have the two, three and four-year-old paces, we're also going to have... Uh, the two-year-old Trotters final as well, which is really intriguing. We saw a prelude of that uh, run at Menangle last week where Agent Black was really, really impressive. And then there's some Victorian visitors as well, which are making uh, the trip north. So you always have to respect those Victorian Trotters. So they'll all go head-to-head for $125,000 there, the two-year-old Trotters on Saturday night as well. That's race number eight. Looking forward to having a chat with Shannon Price shortly. She's going to have representation right throughout that card, including with more sass in the two-year-old Phillies final. She's unbeaten. She's three from three, and she is certainly a filly that keeps getting the job done. How good is she? I guess we'll find out on Saturday night. Just back to Bathurst last night as well, quickly before we touch base with Shannon. Uh, we had Bernie Hewitt on yesterday morning to discuss not only his chances at Bathurst last night, but also his two finalists uh, when it comes to the APG on Saturday night. And they've both drawn really well. Jewel Melody comes up with the ace and Rip will start from three in the four-year-old end ties and geldings. He gave a strong push, Bernie, for always thunder. He was a market drifter, but he got the job done in really nice fashion and quick time as well. 154 and 8, so he's a horse to look out for. Travis Bullock had a driving double. Uh, Bernie also prepared Dream Melody, uh, the younger sister to Jewel Melody, uh, the full sister, so she was able to get the job done in the two-year-old event. And Matt Rue also had a training and driving double, so that was Bathurst last night. We also had that trialling session yesterday morning at Menangle. And if you missed, uh, I guess, the, the early rap, it was good to see South Coast Arden back in action uh, for Paul and Gavin Fitzpatrick. He's made his way across to join the stable. We haven't seen him 
uh, publicly here in Australia yet, but he was able to step out yesterday and he was able to win that trial, defeating Soho, Sinatra, Bondi Lockdown and Cash and Flow were also engaged there. As I mentioned, Shannon Price is bringing a team uh, to Menangle on Saturday night, including that top filly, more sass to try and take home that massive share of prize money of $400,000 in the two-year-old Phillies final. Appreciate your time this morning, Shannon, and uh, you've had good success on your last few trips to New South Wales, so I'm sure you're hoping for much of the same on Saturday night. Yeah, fingers crossed we can uh, get some money. That'd be awesome. We'll talk about the filly shortly because I guess she's the, the main contender for the trip, but you're bringing some travelling mates with her as well and you'll have two line up in the second race on the card in Speak the Truth in some moment somewhere. Firstly, on Speak the Truth, he was awesome. First up from a long break. It must be a... Uh, he seems to be a horse that's had a, a few issues along the way and each day you probably go down and make sure he's still got four legs, but uh, he was so, so good first up from a break. It must be super exciting to have him back in the stable and fire. Yeah, no, he's come back really well. He uh, tried really good, um, probably ahead of what we thought he'd trial, and uh, then he came back and raced as well as he did. So that was a, a big relief. But no, he's uh, his hoops growing out really well. You wouldn't even know there was anything wrong there. So fingers crossed he can continue on his merry way and keep winning races. That was a super impressive win to, to rate the time that he did. How forward was he? You mentioned that he may have surprised you in the trial, but I would expect that you were still under no illusions that coming to the races, he, he's still going to need a, a good hard run or two under his belt. So uh, how much improvement do you expect through that first up run? Um, well, I did a, a, a blood on him after his uh, trial and it showed that he was still probably a month away from being fit. So to come out and do that in that race was was quite good knowing that he's not um, fully wound up yet. So he's still got improvement in him. But, um, you know, he, he did that and he's come through it well. And uh, that's why he's got the trip down to Sydney because he was actually uh, feeling too well and starting to be annoying. So I thought, we'll chuck you on the truck and take you for your first trip away. Well, I was going to ask you about that because it's not a feature race per se, $20,000 event. So the reasoning behind bringing him south was to, to give him a trip away. I guess thinking long-term there's a race like the Tabureka, which has to be in your considerations if he keeps progressing in the way that he is. Is, is this a bit of a trial for, for stepping up into a, a bigger race and giving him a look around the big track at Menangle? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, we only made the decision on Tuesday morning, uh, sorry, Monday morning to nominate him with the, um, you know, just a, a, this race in mind uh, on the card for him was the one he was eligible for. So, he is an 82 Raider, so it's either stay at home and race on a Tuesday for 9,000 or come down here and, and race for 20. So we went the option of bringing him away uh, just to give him experience because the team I brought down last year didn't settle in that good. But the ones I brought down earlier this year, they're a lot better. So it's a learning curve for myself, you know, getting used to an angle on the horses. So we said we'll bring him down and let him have a, a look around and that. So... Um, yeah, because he's got he doesn't have big races at home until June, so I can afford to give him a week off when he gets home. And then yeah, he's got the Rising Sun and the um, Hayden, which we own uh, a slot in for him. And uh, yeah, then hopefully if he wins that, he can come down for the Eureka. 
what sort of horse is he? Because we, I guess we've seen bits and pieces of him, but he's relatively lightly raced. What do you think is his best asset at this point in time? Because it is such a good crop of four-year-olds. I guess he's going to have to be versatile uh, to, to really match it with them. What do you think is his best pattern of racing at this point in time? Because we've seen him be quite versatile in his uh, career so far, but you know him best. So how do you think the best way is going to be to drive him going forward? Well, he's come back as a four-year-old, and in his trial, he seems like he's developed a lot more gate speed, so that's always a bonus. But just his uh, sustained speed that he can run, the section that he can run is is quite impressive. Like, he's he's been sat up and got home in 26 before, but he's also, as he showed the other night at Albion Park, he can run four quarters quite fast. So he's a uh, very, I guess you could say, he runs for a long time very fast. <laughs> Well, that's always helpful. So he'll just have the one run down here this weekend? Yeah, yeah, we're going home Sunday. It's just a quick quick trip. And what about some moments somewhere? He seems to love Menangle, so he would have been an obvious to bring along when you knew you were coming? Yeah, yeah, well, he was uh, originally just the one coming down for that race, but uh, when I put Speak the Truth in there, they didn't have enough noms to run two, well, they didn't run two divisions, so they ended up in together, which is a bit of a pity, but uh, Davey Morris picks up the drive and he's driven him before and he, he likes driving him, so he's a, he's a nice horse too. Uh, quite a strong horse as well who does, you know, like down here as he won last time in 150.4, so he does like the track, but, uh, you know, he's a nice horse to bring as well. He hasn't been seen at the races since Miracle Mile night. He's had a trial, so is he ready to be driven in that manner uh, that we know he, he likes to be driven in, you know, get up on the pace and a hard drive? Because I guess from the barrier draw, it looks a bit tough for him there on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, he didn't draw real good on the, the barrier draw system, but he's, um, you know, he likes, to, he likes to get up there, but he showed in his trial he can come from behind as well and run quick time, so he's, um, he goes well fresh. And his, his trial was very good, so you know I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if he runs a good race as well, even from the draw. All right, that's race number two on Saturday night. We move across to race number five, and you are represented here by Moore Sass in the two-year-old Gold Bullion Final Four, uh, the two-year-old Phillies. How good is this filly? Because all she's done is win so far. You've had quite a good uh, few fillies through your care and your time as a trainer, so you'd know what it takes. How good is she? What's your opinion of her? Uh, she's actually, um, she educated before Christmas time and she educated with Bronski Zulu and a few of the older horses and was okay. And then we spelled her for a couple of weeks and brought her back and she came back really good and hasn't stopped winning since the, the spell. So she's continued to get better. But uh, as far as how good she is, we don't know because she's been driven um, in front all the time and that's not her favourite position. Her favourite position is from back in the field. So... Um, you know, like I'm yet to see exactly what she can do from behind, but I do know she is better from behind. But she has good gate speed, so we've, we've sort of gone forward every start so she can she's got the gate speed to get up on her, on the race. It's interesting you say that because I think it's probably a little bit of a trait of the Sweet Lou's as well. They're very good followers because they're such high-speed horses, and I think the more that we've learnt about them, they're definitely better horses off cover so that's what she's told you at home and I guess that gives you options on Saturday night because the barrier draw to the eye doesn't look super with the emergencies coming out she'll move down a couple but for $400,000 you wouldn't expect that the lead's going to be gifted to her so uh, on Saturday night we'll get to see her off cover do you think? Yeah well number nine that's only a start position I mean it's 
anything can happen in big races. Uh, so, you know, that's always up to the driver. He knows he knows the horse, so he'll put her in the right spot and give her the best possible run, uh, whether it's in front or from behind. As I said, um, we don't know. It's up to the, the southerners, but I, I do know other, other interstate raiders and that, but I do know that uh, a few of them have got... Uh, ODMs next to their names previously, so you never know what's going to happen in a race like this. Yeah, that's absolutely right. She seems to be very professional, though. So, how has she dealt with the trip away? Yeah, actually, she's she's quite good. Um, I'm just uh, her and speak the truth for their first ever trip away, um, away from their mate and everything like that. There's, um, they've actually come down quite good. They were the ones that drank the best on the way down, and and they've all eaten up everything. So. Um, I'm quite, you know, happy with the way they've settled in. I mean, the other two, Van Sank and um, at some moment somewhere, they always, you know, they travel good because they're, they're old guys at it. But, you know, they've actually quite travelled down quite good. It's great to be racing for $400,000, isn't it, for these young horses? I had a few people say, oh, I was surprised that the WA horses came across. But when that sort of money is on offer, you have to roll the dice, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and also like there's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus if you can better the the time of I think it's one fifty two something um, if you can better that. But they they forecast showers for Saturday night, so that might be a little bit hard to do. So um, you know if if you're the winner of um, your heat, you can come out and run that better that time. It's an extra two hundred fifty thousand. So I guess when you think about it, it, could be nearly half a million dollars by the time you you walk away from the track if you can win. Yeah, quite amazing prize money there. Good point around that a time to beat as well. And you've also, as you mentioned, have Van Sank coming down. He's fresh up. We haven't seen him since he ran midfield in the Hammerhead Mile uh, here at Menangle, going back to Miracle Mile night as well. But he's trialled extra well. So he's obviously had a, a freshen up and returned in fine form. Yeah, he's another one that goes well fresh. Um, and he, he doesn't care whether he races twice a week or, or fresh, but he does prefer being on the fresh side. So... I wouldn't have bought him if I didn't think he was ready to, to come down here and run a good mile. So he's, um, you know, obviously he's used to drawing seven or eight. That seems to be where he draws down here all the time and, and he still manages to win. So he's um, always, always good to bring him down here. He likes the track. Yeah, he certainly does. He's built up a really good record here at Menangle. He was able to win uh, the Keystone Dell, I think it was, going back to two starts ago. Appreciate your time this morning, Shannon. The very best of luck there on Saturday night as well with all of your runners. They look great chances, particularly uh, with more Sass who goes around in that Phillies final, a filly that you bred and own. So that would be even more special, I'm sure. Appreciate your time this morning. No worries. Thanks for that, Brittany. Shannon Price joining us this morning here on On The Pace. So making her way down with a team of horses from Queensland and more sass. Well, I guess we didn't find out a great deal more about her. We just don't know how good she is yet. One thing's for sure, though, she's the only unbeaten filly in the field. She's managed to have the three starts for three victories, uh, and she has to be a major player come Saturday night's final there. That's race number five for the two-year-old fillies. The two-year-old Colts and Geldings will go around in race number seven. That looks a great race also as you would expect for the prize money so that's on saturday night menangle 10 races in total of which seven of them uh, apg gold bullion features so big big prize money on offer out of menangle on saturday night today and tonight we've got the two cards of racing here in new south wales eight races 
from Tamworth this afternoon. The first getting underway there at 1.20 and then we roll into another eight from Penrith tonight. The first at 6.22 and then a busy day tomorrow again with a double header Wagga into Newcastle before we really do focus in on that Menangle meeting on Saturday night. And Goulburn on Sunday, it must be noted also, they've got eight races on the Carter feature afternoon of racing, including the Goulburn Cup. There's also the Goulburn Rose, a two-year-old sapling stakes feature, the Goulburn Trotters Cup as well. So that's going to be a really good afternoon of racing on Sunday. So busy, busy times here in New South Wales. Plenty happening right around the state. That's on the pace for this Thursday. Best of luck to all connections uh, who are engaged there on Saturday night at Menangle. Here's hoping you are uh, on the right side of fortune there when it comes to those big prize money races. That's on the pace for this Thursday.